This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey! Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, you can see him in my absence April 7th at the Unpopular Opinion Live show in Santa Monica. As for me, that's tonight, and I'll be in Kansas City. Come see us both if you can. How fucking cool would that be? Ladies and gentlemen, Cracked Editor Alex Schmidt. Also joining me, he is one of the nicest guys I know, and goddamn does it get annoying sometimes. I finally got to see him blackout drunk the other night, or as close as he'll probably ever come to it. That was at Alex Schmidt's birthday party, and now we're all here together. Ladies and gentlemen, Danger Van Gorder. It's going to be a great show. And we're recording. Nice. Nice. We had a false start. Maybe I'll leave it in like a Bob Dylan song. (laughs) We'll all just bust out laughing and people will think it's the most charming thing ever. Alex Schmidt's here. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? It's good. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. You're clutching an old school coffee cup. Yeah, I got this mug in Hawaii. I got uh, at the Pearl Harbor. And I just like it a lot. <laughs> what? So I got some. Uh, That's grim. Just rem- remembering the dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mug made that sound too, which is amazing. <laughs> but they could yeah. do that. It's got bad. I can't dishwash it. Uh, Danger Van Gorder. Hi. I- hey, you know the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes because I, I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. Sometimes. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why this segment is called This Week in Me, and it's about to get really intense. I wasn't even expecting to do that. Brett just. <laughs> I didn't want to hear. Brett it. just alley ooped it to me. And I took it and dunked it. Well, I like, commend you guys on your teamwork. Like um, fucking Jordan and Pippin. I'm yeah, Jordan. Yeah. I'm definitely Jordan. What does that make me? I'm Horace Bird. Uh, you are. Does that? Does you, that we'll go I, around the room. Is it we the got, right time? Oh, boy, it's that. We got Jordan, <laughs> Pippin, BJ Armstrong is danger. I'll be Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright, yeah. He had the sweetest jumper. Yeah, he did for a very tall man. Really great form. <laughs> Steve yeah, yeah. Kerr. When you say jumper, I think the garment, not the, you know, move. Because what Australian people call sweatshirts. <laughs> Jumper. Uh, <yeah. laughs> I love when you do terrible right. accents. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All of my accents sound exactly like that. <laughs> that was also my Jamaican accent. Wait, how, how does Neil Gallagher say shut up again? Who is Neil Gallagher? Neil Go- <laughs> I don't know. You what? mean I, Noel Gallagher? Noel Gallagher. He says shut up. There you go. <laughs> I got a super er, super early to be here early, and then I was the first one. Don't on site. drop uh, your Oasis references on this podcast. I just remember sir. you saying "shut up" so delightful. That is not a note. Again. I'm up for you flubbing, pal. <laughs> I'm gonna flub a lot of notes. I've not been sleeping. It's getting very hot in my apartment. Okay, yeah, hey, that's what I've been up to. That seems like a good cool story, bro. <laughs> that seems like a good segue. My column this week is about unexpected signs your life might be in danger. Oh, God. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, oh, danger. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Did you not realize that? That's cosmic. <laughs> did, did this just, just occur to you right now? Because I kind of thought that was, a, that was a theme. Why would it be a theme? You think I plan my podcast around your fucking name? I guess not. We're recording this after and releasing it after a show that you and I are doing together, so we can't promote it or anything. So I guess I there think, really is no planning. I don't think... That would. Did you hear Brett? What? Just whisper under his breath. No. Who cares? Yeah, he said. The who people cares? care, dude. The, the shows will get care. promoted. Uh huh. Just calm down. Oh, I'm calm. I'm perfectly calm. I feel like this is going to be a fight. Let the man host the show. Yeah. How about I just uh, talk about the uh, fucking column this week? Sure. 
How about I do that? What? Signs your life is in danger. Like how yeah. I'm about to kill danger right now. <laughs> oh, no. And you can tell because I just said I'm about to kill danger. That's a am I, an, am I an accomplice for appearing on the podcast? The yes. The episode you murder someone? Yeah. Like, as long I... as you hold your silence, yes. You'll have to at least stand trial for, like, they'll accuse you of oh, luring man. him here, like you and Brett. But Which I feel like you'll get you off. You totally do. Yeah. 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 All right. Alex is going to be found with a bullet in the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Cadaver sent to right. the Culver City Police. <laughs> Culver spelled with two V's. Ooh. Give it away. Nice. Have you not been watching the Jinx? So? No, I haven't been watching uh, the Jinx. So. Oh, come on. Pop culture site you're dealing with I just right know now. he's in jail or arrested or something. Okay. So, my column. It's about signs yeah. your life may be in danger. I sent everyone a list Let's talk about one that wasn't on the list. Ooh, totally. awesome. Yes, please. When the animals in your neighborhood go missing. It's only anecdotal that in the event of a massive earthquake, mm-hmm. animals know to, like, pick up their shit and go somewhere else. Like, people have claimed go, go it's where? to safety. They're uh, animals. A cave. Right. Dogs are cave They burrow. I mean, right, right, right. Yeah, but, right. The, I mean, it's never been proven, it's never been proven by science. But, it isn't Super 8, though. But there is that scene in Super animals can. There's a, a really famous video on the internet. There's one particular wave that goes out during an earthquake that animals with really keen senses can feel, and people can't. So there's this video on the internet of a very good girl named Sophie, who is in an office. She's a dog, Brett. That's why she's a good girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was also not Your eyes lit. That's good though. And uh, she's in an office, there's uh, surveillance footage or whatever, they have security cameras, and she, like, sniffs the floor and immediately runs off to look for her owner. And, like, three seconds later... Can we this see this? crazy fucking earthquake happens. Wow. Because I, I think I've also seen a video of... It's either bison or elk, but somebody shot it, like, around Yellowstone, and it's just mm-hmm. this town where mm-hmm. all of these animals are sort of migrating all at once. Yeah, here it goes. Oh, see? shit. Takes off, and now the earthquake starts. Oh! When this oh. fucking comic book reading motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That dog had a good Whoa. 10 seconds of warning. Yeah. He, like, she sees the she ground, was, and she's like, oh, she was, shit, and it just takes off. She was going to look for her owner. When you see him, there's a different one. The one I have in my column, you can see there's three different panels, and you can see her, like, running toward the bathroom, and then when everyone's leaving, she's, like, right next to her owner, who's... Uh, oh, man. Not comic book man here. What what twenty people gave this YouTube video a thumbs down? Yeah. That's <laughs> this an is really dog. informative. Do you know a better earthquake dog that you're not telling us? <laughs> she is off like a shot. She sniffs and she's like, nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. And then comic five seconds guy. later, comic book guy is, <laughs> is like, oh shit. Luckily, this office is also full of like papers that we can watch. Yeah, yeah, it's about. a newspaper. It's very oh, 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 there you go. So they probably just kept <laughs> go, dog. Go, so, yeah, here puppies. now you can see the this third dog is running like someone's trapped in a well. The third woman coming down. You'll see the dog is behind her. Uh-huh. Why would anyone uh, want any other kind of animal? Time. This is a great radio. Yeah, it yeah. Is. <laughs> okay, so that happens. Cat's not going to yeah. save your life. That happens. Dogs awesome. have a really keen sense for that kind of thing. So. Is it just that we know they can't do shit like that, or have we just not realized it yet? Because there's also, there's a bird. Science has has found one animal. Science invented a bird. <laughs> Better. Science was doing a test on a bird. Let me find it here. What the hell was it called? <laughs> they shot with gamma rays. And it became was... a slightly larger <laughs> yeah. bird. A researcher uh, named Henry Strebby was doing a study on the gold-winged warbler to determine if it was capable of wearing a tiny backpack transmitter. Uh Uh-huh. I'm in. Just the cutest scientific study of all time. Look at him. Is he in, like, ninth grade? Look at him. It's a young dude, yeah. Man. It takes a certain kind of innocence to want to put clothes and and things on animals for science. Right. Well, part part of me feels like he was doing an experiment to see if you can just put a tiny backpack on a bird. (laughs) Yeah. And then he had to cover. They were like, oh, this part is for science, though, right? He was like, uh... Yeah, I mean, you put a transmitter in the backpack. I mean, that's, I'm not just dressing it like a kid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. That'd be weird. That'd be, that'd be then that. they left. It's like, my sweet little pumpkin. <laughs> so while he strapped these backpacks to these birds and he uh, tracked them, 
And what he found when he was going through his data yeah. was that the birds who were in Tennessee... They only used one strat. They were cooler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just... The one strat birds. <laughs> <laughs> they, um... The birds in uh, Tennessee... Is that where it's at? I'm trying to read this as I'm going along. Yeah, it says Tennessee. Yeah. They, like, just days before this huge supercell of storms hit that area, mm-hmm. all the birds in that area packed up and moved to Florida, like a thousand miles away. Ooh, wow. They just... Evacuation migration, yeah. And it's weird because humans, humans can't sense this stuff, no. obviously. Bur- but, I mean, it doesn't say that in the article, but I'm just assuming a bunch of humans packed up and moved to Tennessee into a trailer park a day before the storm <laughs> happened. Probably. There's a real good deal, Dale. I feel it. Jesus <laughs> told me. <laughs> probably because these birds left. It's yeah. probably like yeah. local legend. Oh, the birds are leaving. It's our land now. Somewhere. This was, but this was behavior that had never been seen in birds before. They had never had evidence of birds predicting a natural disaster. Yeah. The birds fled yeah. while the storm was but 250 miles away. But it was such a huge natural disaster. Could it just be that the natural disasters haven't been big enough yet? For us, I'm sure oh. employ birds. You mean like you mean like there's gonna gonna be a disaster where we're gonna see every animal like, of all kinds. Oh, be like like, it, like done. I'm out. Like one of the things I read is that in a situation like this, the bird would have like taken into account like what is that migration gonna cost physically or whatever. Like <laughs> oh, not yeah. not like yeah. They only got some energy. Yeah, I mean yeah, Tennessee to Florida would be you know like maybe 150. <laughs> yeah, yeah, round trip yeah. if you book it uh, early <laughs> enough. <laughs> and then the, what they think is they just kind of weighed that against the severity of the storm that was coming, and they were like, "Yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here." So it could right. just be that there haven't been that many really huge storms that have hit us that have prompted the little backpack wearing birds to flee. Right. <laughs> I mean, I know Hurricane Katrina happened. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember did. that. It did happen. It did happen. <laughs> it happened. Never forget. Yeah, <laughs> it did. That well, was a pretty it, yeah. deep moment, you guys. No, but it, I, I was actually like, in Cancun when it happened, <laughs> and I was on like the Yucatan Peninsula, and I was watching the storm. I was like going out to read my book on the beach for the day. It's like oh, a little bit rainy, so I watched Boogie Nights in Espanol in my hotel room. <laughs> Basically, the most empathetic thing you could have possibly done. <laughs> why My future victim? Why did you have to watch it in Espanol? That's the only it's Mexico. That's the only. That's the it's, only language. Please tell they me they translated there. "boogie" into "boogie" in Spanish. They don't. I don't know if they say the word "boogie" ever in that film. Nah. <laughs> they say "boogie." Right. Noches de boogie. Boogie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the boogie. That's a movie I would watch. They should remake it. Como se dice cum on her tits? <laughs> I think you say it. Just you don't like that. record that part. You learn it and then you record. It. Oh, okay. I do. I do wonder. How, yeah, it is. I wonder how many like the tsunami in Southeast Asia and and like how many of these big storms we just weren't tracking the animals to because I think because yeah. there was a YouTube video I saw and I I think it was debunked like it was not actually related to a a, a storm or an earthquake or something but it was like. This video is a town site Yellowstone, and just all these elk were just all walking down the main street of this town in the same direction, just kind of with parading. purpose. Yeah, ah. like parading, and it, and it just people were force. posting it as if like the soup, the super volcano is coming, and it wasn't. Ah. But you, well, they just got the thing wrong. You know? Yeah, right. The elk were the elk are probably not as good at this as backpack birds. Yeah, but you know, like for so many years of human history, we haven't been able to really track these animals. Like we just maybe yeah. see something happening, and then you write it down, and people are like, "Oh, that's just some dumb legend or something." Well, yeah. this kind of require putting a transmitter on all the animals, which sounds like a pretty big effort. I mean, I don't know yeah. if we have enough backpacks for humans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the bird ones take up. up. The, I the bird ones take up way less fabric. There's less material required to produce them, so we could make. I just don't understand. If we just stop making backpacks for kids, we could make more for birds, and we could but, track cool science. The shit. birds right. have wings that like fold mm. behind their bodies. How are they going to get the strap around their wings? Or is it like they're a, modified like a neck for birds? It must be their neck or something. Okay, well, so they, you know, choke and die and yeah. strangulation. They staple it onto their back. Yeah, nice. you can't deny that birds have backs. I mean, there's somewhere to put <laughs> a backpack. Oh, but shit. where do the straps go? 
We haven't actually mentioned. This, Where can uh, you one strap? The, the, the storm. The storm went into the United States in April 2004. Generated 84 tornadoes and killed yeah. 35 people. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. When was the last time we had something like that happen? Right. Like then the birds probably were be last like, year. Yeah, probably. That's probably right now. But like, yeah. what, what do you do? Because like, do the, the birds somewhere. are the birds saying like it's coming exactly here, or are they just pre- knowledgeable of like a certain? Well, that's just where the birds pressure. were. Okay. And they just moved from where they were to Florida. Like, Like, how desperate do you have to be to move to Florida? (laughs) Yeah, 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 you just did come back from there. Like, number of sad voicemails this week that I'm not going to play. Hey, why are you shitting on Florida? (laughs) With purpose. Because Florida Florida. is a shit pile. (laughs) All right, so uh, I think we can all agree that uh, birds can predict the future. No, that's right. interesting. Yeah. As as can most animals. Yeah, we need a backpack with a bird to human translator in there. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Oh, How about that, that science? Tweet, tweet. <laughs> tweet. What if there was and it did just spit out just tweet, a tweet? tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Put it That'd up. be so great. Put it up on Twitter. Okay. Hey, cool. speaking of animals, there's another one. Dogs are being trained to sniff out cancer. How? Because yeah, dogs can smell anything. Uh, dogs are awesome. well, and it's and it's not just that they can automatically kind of check. Like people are training them actively to yeah to search for cancer. They have always kind of suspected that dogs had this capability. So if your dog is sniffing your sack a little more than normal, you might want to get. What's it. a little more though? I, it depends true. on how close you are with your dog, yeah. I guess. You need I a mean, control group dog to see how interested it is, and then... Is it cancer. a matter of a dog just being more interested in, in in what cancer smells like, or do you just have to train a dog, oh, this just is what cancer smells cancer like? Cancer treats. And you... Like, the way you smell well, the it. The biopsies they're pulling off of people. Like, a dog hey, normally doesn't snuffles. care about what drugs smell like. They just smell like another thing, but then you train them to become drug smelling dogs. Well, you, dogs you take notify. someone who's dying of cancer and you just wave them in front of the dog <laughs> right. and then toss them across the room and the dog goes and retrieves them and then that's how you train them. That's what I'm, that's yeah, what that's I'm asking is if you're I mean, training them to find cancer or if they naturally are like, hey, something's up here. I think it's a... Should go get a mammogram. <laughs> It's an ability dogs already have, but I think it's something that they can train yeah. more. I didn't get to read all of this one all the way, but it sounds like there's a chemical that cancerous cells produce. Yeah, alkalines and, and aromatic ca- compounds generated by tumors. And so it, the dogs can only smell it through urine or through your breath. So I get, that might limit some of the different kinds of cancers that they can pick but up. But the dog is going to give you all kinds of kisses because it's a good <gasps> boy. I know. And then it'll smell cancer on your breath. And, and it'll like, smell earthquakes and be like, dude, got to get out of here. And then they'll follow the birds. Yeah. Tying it together. That's yeah. how it's all going to happen. It's going to be a really bad week. I am, This does make me imagine a very Dr. House-ish doctor who, like presents you to a dog and the dog's barking and barking and barking and the doctor's like oh my god he's so good at finding cancer now like that's his main excitement and you're like wait go back go back go back go back go back hang on go back no, do no, i the, have cancer the good, the good news is he's a very special boy yeah. and he deserves a treaty treat right right yeah. this would make a fantastic airbud sequel to oh yeah uh yeah the first r-rated airbud <laughs> if right. airbud was just swooping in Discovering cancers <laughs> left yeah. and right. Awesome like, oncologist. It, more like Airbud MD. More like Patch Adams, but if Patch Adams was a dog. <laughs> Is that what Patch <laughs> Adams right. did? Did he smell cancer on people? <laughs> right. He would no, be. He actually put things over his nose. Oh, yeah. He had the red, the red clown nose. Yeah. Oh, creepy. Yeah. And then he put things around. For some reason, I immediately thought his name would be Patches Adams. Like, Patches is kind of a dog's name, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Patches is a dog's name. Yeah. Patches Adams. Yeah. He's a dog in a clown outfit that senses cancer. We might be able to get more traction out of the Airbud franchise, though, because they, they're still making those movies, yeah. and they're still showing up in, like, checkout lines of Bonds. Yeah, I... I uh, and you're still buying them. I know. Who was I talking to about this? I don't remember. But uh, we counted up the Airbud sequels. There's like 17. Whoa! Oh, is Airbud still even alive? But there's another one, too. I think The Land Before Time. I was going to say, is this is, like when I had seen the first Land Before Time? I was like, eh, it's a fun movie. And then later in life, learned there are like 12 of them. Yeah, like, there's a million going. Land Before Time movies. Yeah, first one's good. I don't yeah, Airbud, the there's all these Air <laughs> Buddies. Spin- <laughs> there are five <laughs> Air Buds. Oh, five oh, Air Buds. And then the rest are Air Buddies films. 
does this oh, basketball oh, football spoof? And then there's a spinoff of Air Buddies. Uh-huh. The Search for Santa Paws and Santa Paws 2, The Santa Pups. Can't be the same dogs, though, oh, because we God. go from 2006 to 2013. Yeah, so many of those dogs. Probably they lost oh, one right. every okay, The year. last one is the buddies acquire rings that give them superpowers. Now they must use them to stop a villain. Kinda they could go to medical school track. next. They could absolutely go to me- medical school. Yeah, they could go to medical They school. should uh, team up with the 21 Jump Street franchise, <laughs> since that's where those... Air Bud was <laughs> only played by one... In the first movie, it was one dog, and then the rest of the films... Airbud was played by various golden retrievers. Well, yeah, he wasn't playing basketball anymore. Right. Oh, Buddy Molly, B Dog, Buddha, Butterball. Oh, and Bumper, then they, Rosa and Rosa. then in the Airbuddies series, Airbud speaks. Oh yeah. What? Start with the Buddies. Tom Everett, Scott, there are Molly Shannon, voice. Okay. Whoa. Abigail Breslin was a dog's voice in these movies. How about it that? It was early in her career. This is a pretty fantastic guys. franchise. It's a pretty fantastic podcast. Don Knotts. <laughs> oh. Brett. Don Knotts doing? Getting paid. Getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we could, We don't have to keep reading the list of Air Bud franchises. <laughs> I was just saying that uh, that would be a neat one. Yeah. If they just ran around fucking... You just go doctor with it. Curing cancer. All right. Let's... But, but house style, where they're just really sad and like, they always, everybody thinks it's lupus. The dog has a cane. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about two more signs of danger, not two more fucking airbud sequels (laughs) thank you it takes you longer to stand than most people there is a sit down test that anyone can take it's a very simple test where you go from a a standing position to sitting and then you get back up and like the number of times you have to touch the floor and how much you wobble if you score less than a three i'm fucking dead if you score less than a three you're gonna die in like three years they developed a scoring right. system to the test and found people who scored three points or less out of ten were more than five times as likely to die within six years. Yeah, as those who scored higher than eight points. Yeah, but this is but this says it's by a Brazilian doctor who developed this test. So like I don't know, <laughs> you know, he's he's a, he's more of a party doctor. Like, I mean, he's more of a he's playing soccer most of the time. <laughs> a party doctor. Yeah, it it just measures like frailty. Like, are you sixty years old? Can you sit are you down really are you right? incredibly fat? Yeah, I think it's measuring more like can you stand at all? Right from that position, like, do you have to be helped up? Because no, I've sure, known I know yeah, yeah. I've known people who probably just couldn't get up from that position. No, and that's a thing. Yeah, but just like relative speeds of getting up on your own. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's about speed. I think oh, it's okay. about like wobble. And how much you touch. Okay, so if you can do that karate kid pose where you have one leg way up, you're yeah, fine. I was, yeah, that's a perfect... That's, that's but if credit. you don't have that kind of control... Basically, an overview of the four steps of this exercise, you have to basically go down to Indian-style sitting, or Native American, as they call it, <laughs> in, my, in my nation. About crisscross applesauce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to <laughs> basically go down to that and then sit back and then stand back up again without touching... Without using your hands to touch the ground. You lose uh, one yeah. point each time a hand or knee is used for support, and half a point is subtracted each time you lose balance. Wow. Okay. In this year, it's right. a single 10-point scale, and if you score three or less, you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah, what, what do you do with that information, though? Fucking hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cut back on the sandwiches. I would love yeah. to see my 80-plus-year-old grandmother actually in the gym toning. You know, I'd I'd like you to do it right now. No, don't. You, you want me to do it? Do you want me to do it? Should I will make, do this test. No, I think we should all do this test. But I'm it's not concerned. None of yeah, us are, let's put it on the official. I'm pops. I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. None of us are gonna get like a dying score, so it'd be boring anyway. Well, like we yeah. we won't know you, until everybody we does need someone this test. in real peril. Yeah, if you're I'd be if fine, you're, motherfucker. What, what do you mean? What about you? What about you? What about yeah, you? I mean, look, these are tests. We got to make sure everybody's ship shape. We're fine. If if you're listening to this at home or in your car or elsewhere, rest in confidence that all of us are going to be alive for a long time. Yeah, we're hearing. yeah, we're, we're all going to live forever. We're great. We're really good. <laughs> what what I, what was interesting to this about this to me, among other things, there is a Christina Aguilera video. I think it's the Go video on. for. She gets a two. I think it's the video. <laughs> I think Christina, it's a, no. I think it's the video for Beautiful. And at one point, she's sitting cross-legged on the floor. And she just stands up. Oh. And I was like, whoa. It's a fit woman. 
God damn, she's in shape. That can't yeah. be for this, the last yeah, seven years, though. Obviously, like TRL days, <laughs> but it was still mighty impressive. Like she would have got yeah. a ten on this test. Good. I still, I feel like it could have been faulty. Then I feel like even then she had a shot at dying within six years. Yeah, it, it, it just it's a five times as likely kind of thing. I and mean, I think it's from natural causes, not from like inhaling all of Colombia. Inhale. Oh, my Uber driver this morning had so much fucking cologne on. His uh, name was Sassoon. No. <laughs> First name? His name was Sassoon. Mm-hmm. First name, Sassoon. He had a ponytail. My yes. name is Sassoon. I played the bassoon. <laughs> <laughs> he had the tightest extra medium t-shirt I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Because he was too big for it to be a small, but it was too tight for it to be anything other than medium. And oh, I, it, in spite of all that, I was still surprised by how much cologne he had. <laughs> Like, I should have seen it coming, but I was still, oh, it was like when you step outside and it's really humid and, like, it just hits you in the face. Yeah, that's what tactile. The, you that's what it. the cologne was like. Like, I was swimming in it. Was it at least a right. nice cologne or did it even matter? No, it smelled like fucking cab driver cologne. It's, cool. It was probably Sex Panther. He's the South Florida of cologne. He's like, yeah. you just step into him. And yeah. Like, oh, hey, here we go. Yeah, it was pretty fucking off. Am I in the Keys? What is this? So that, yeah, I guess we're getting kind of off track, aren't we? <laughs> but that is... That is Airbud 4. It's a very athletic move to go from that cross-legged thing, like, leaping to stand. That is really... Like, that. that's a very, like, Morpheus in the Matrix. They would put it in slow motion move. Like, oh, he was he's finished meditating and he's immediately going to fight a guy now. Like, that, it's a so very difficult... So he just difficult. stands. Yeah, or, yeah, he, like, leaps into and, like, Dust Brothers starts playing. And it's a very <laughs> difficult thing to do. But, uh, yeah, if you can do anything like it, you're probably pretty healthy. So, good for you. Uh, don't try it if you're in your car. It's good to have goals. Yeah. Start small, people. Just stand up. All right. I want to talk about my favorite, favorite, favorite thing on the list. Waffle yeah. House? The oh. Waffle House Index. Yes. Have we talked about the Waffle House Index? We have not. Before? The Waffle House Index is uh, used by FEMA, and it's legitimately used by FEMA. And they use it to get an estimate of how much damage a natural disaster has caused to a given area. And the reason they use it is because the Waffle House has a policy that if they can be open in any capacity, they will be. Even if it's just serving people coffee and running off generators. Right. In a disaster situation, if they can be open, they will. Cool. So if your local Waffle House is closed... Your area is probably fucking rubble. Evacuate, yeah. You have bad times have befallen your area. Or the tornado just hit the Waffle House, which would be like yeah. super, super weird. But yeah, if the Waffle House is closed, FEMA knows they need to send help there first, which is the most amazing thing yeah, I've ever heard. That's great. Who, who expected Waffle House ever to do any good in this world? <laughs> I don't know, but then also I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow Waffle House came out and we're like, "Hi, we are like we would like to secede with Indiana. We would like to be <laughs> We want to basically be Vatican City. We only care about religion." So I wouldn't I wouldn't them in Hobby Lobby. Right, I wouldn't be though. surprised if they were like that, but also it's nice that they're doing something good for uh the community. Well, now you say all that, but my takeaway is these servers at Waffle House must not make shit. And they no. still have to go to work even if, like, the town is dying? Maybe. You know? Well, I think in that case... Every Waffle House server getting... I've ever spoken to is the most resigned person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've accepted it. Yeah. So they're dead inside, so well, why not work the catastrophic shift? Yeah, they're ready. There, there are a lot of them, too. Like, I, uh, my aunt and uncle at one point lived in Georgia, and we visited them, my cousins, and we were driving from Atlanta back to the part of Georgia they were in, and my brother said some kind of thing about, like, geez, there's a Waffle House, like, every exit. Ha, ha, ha. And my uncle was like, no, listen, there's not a Waffle House every exit. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, and, and we were like, so okay, uncle, exit. let's see. And we counted eight exits in a row. There was a Waffle House. There's that sign. Also, the, <laughs> the sign, the sign, sign seems very not disaster proof. Like, the yeah. sign seems like any letter is but ready to be- go. It's an instant. It's a beacon. It's tall. It is a it's beacon. It's the tallest thing in the town other Absolutely. than the water tower. It's yellow. It's like a light post. It's like a lighthouse in the distance. Oh, we found land. We found no, biscuits and gravy. It's an absolute beacon, <laughs> but it's also you know, like every big superhero or action movie now, they have to 
decimate all of Chicago. Like, they just have to blow up an entire city and Superman cries and everything. Like, it's very... It has the letters where it would be perfect for one of those shots where, like, your hero is running and just barely avoids an F crushing them. You know what I mean? Like, it's very... Perfect for that. It says Apple Ho. (laughs) (laughs) But they're still open. Uh, they should just change it to Apple Ho. Are they ever going to update that fucking sign? That, uh, it's it's, I hope not. Yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't now. Because now, like, Baskin Robbins had the same logo for like 70 years, and now they're like, BR31 hashtag. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Don't change Waffle House. It's very slick. Uh, but yeah. Waffle House is like, no, we need 11 blocky letters in a very r- r- rickety rig about 200 feet up. Uh, we want aliens to come here and be like, oh shit, I will get some French toast. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of signs of impending disaster, has anyone ever eaten at a Waffle House? I yes. haven't. I have not either. Not till my 20s, but yes. Oh, finally, something no one else has done, but Brett has. Woo! It is your golden, your golden moment. All right, I want to thank <laughs> Lauren Michaels. Everyone Just in Lauren here. Michaels. <laughs> The whole cast, the crew, everyone at Waffle House. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you've been to Waffle House? I have been. Got busy what was it like? Describe your I've been experience. a few times. Well, also, there's one. I go to Bonnaroo every summer in Tennessee. Of right. course you right, right, right. do. Oh, no, I forgot. I forgot you do that. Right. So you'd eat there. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. No, but no, but no, so you, there's the Waffle House that's yeah. the closest Waffle House to the campgrounds on you know the Monday that everyone's leaving Bonnaroo, and it's packed and it's full of people who have not used a real bathroom for five days, and they smell and they're recovering from drugs and stuff. And you talk to the waiter- waitresses there, and they're like, oh, "It's a normal, pretty normal day." It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, shells. it's one of our more crowded days, but nothing's like the day after Christmas. Oh, right, Ooh. something like that. Yeah, yeah they said some sort no of good holiday. What they're like, "Oh yeah, no, that is Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, like right after mass or something like that. That's the day. That's that's their big day where they got to batten down the hatches and bolt down the gravy. <laughs> the actual hatches, unlike when tornadoes are around." Yeah. That is one of the few situations where, like, Bonnaroo mutters get to a Waffle House and they're like, civilization! You know, like, most other times I think it's more of like, it's ah, only step up, yeah. Waffle, I don't. No, so I mean, there's quite a line of people. The yeah, there's quite a line of people, including me, who are like, yes. No, right. I I'm going to take a shit on a porcelain toilet. Oh. Right. Like a constructed. I bet yeah. the bathroom at that Waffle House. Did you take a shit? You know it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, tell us about that shit. <laughs> I mean, the bathroom yeah. wasn't destroyed because it was full of all these Bonnaroovians who are full of love. Bonnaroovians? <laughs> oh, God. Filled with love, and they don't oh. want to ruin it for the other people who are all from Bonnaroo <laughs> needing to take that first real shit. Right. Bonnaroovians? It wasn't, yeah, sure. Yeah. First real shit? Is this like Sarah Palin's Real America? Yeah. All right. Basically. I'm, read, I'm also I'm looking at this Wikipedia article about Waffle House Index, and it, it mentions that they have a cut-down menu prepared for times when there is no power limited oh, supplies. Like they, It's not like they come to your table and say, hey, everything's weird, so this is what we have. Coffee, waffles, other things. They must have some kind of like, they you know, like those wooden... Up. Like those wood, that wooden crate where all the life jackets are yeah. on the ferry? <laughs> like they must... Do they have like a crate under emergency seat. It's under everyone's seat. Like, yeah. In the case of a, a thing. Like it drops down <laughs> on a hose and like you get it out. Okay, good. How shitty would it be to work at Waffle House? Because if... If you live in an area where there's, like, sometimes shitty weather, one thing you look forward to is, like, if the weather gets bad enough, work might be closed. Mm -hmm. Like, if your work is closed and you work at the Waffle House, you're dead. (laughs) Like, you probably died. (laughs) You're missing right. There must be some sort of code of honor at the Waffle House. (laughs) Code of honor. No matter what, rain, sleet, or snow. (laughs) I will pour coffee and have an attitude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you think they are like on those disaster days? Do you think they're like especially shitty? I like, how do you think yeah. I feel? I gotta work today. Yeah. My house exploded too. Nobody gave me cocoa and a blanket. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I would take a measure apron. of. I would take a measure of pride in it. It would be like you know, like that TV commercial for Applebee's a while back when the high school team that lost the championship, their bus gets there like after the Applebee's is closed, and they're like, "Hey, man, come on in," and they turn on the Applebee's and they serve the team. <laughs> I would feel that I would feel like that hero Applebee's waiter. I would be like, no, I'm I'm here. You know, I'm at this Waffle House, and usually usually people don't want to be here, but we're the best option right now because we have the grit to be open 
and to help people. And uh, and and this is uh, way better than serving Bonnaroovians. This is a great day. I bet the I bet the kitchen staff beat the shit out of that Applebee's waiter. Yeah, After <laughs> or it's just like, they, like motherfucker. We I, were trying to go home. Uh-huh. Am I the only one who knows that? Convert. It's like an yeah. old. I know, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, or they decided as a unit to all take ecstasy and just see where it took them. Just and like, like <laughs> we're just gonna stay open a little. Why do you even get people? close enough to the Applebee's if it's that dark already? No, like, right. You got to know it's closed. It's like four in the morning. Yeah, it has. A, it has a sign the size of a Waffle House sign if it's by the highway. Like it should be obvious. Yeah. Like in real life, that commercial would have ended with him getting robbed and like <laughs> shot execution style in the meat cooler. Right. Because it's after hours and they're dealing drugs. Uh, the staff's yeah. like, ah, crap, they're here. Yeah, All right. at most fast food restaurants, the staff is dealing drugs. <laughs> I wrote about it once because I worked in a lot of fast food places. Yeah. Just so many. Does and that I did a lot of drugs. When, so many adventures with drugs in the heartland of America. I love it. Well, I, I, don't, I don't remember what time it had. It's like an after hours thing usually. It's like usually you don't swing that. that, that or people don't swing that during the No, during the no, day. they do. They'll do it during oh, okay. work. During Especially work. like people Although who... Although I guess the work day is like all day too. They put like people who sandwich. work in the back, like if it's especially busy, like the management can't keep an eye on them because they're up front dealing with customers. Yeah. So like if you page right. like the guy doing the dishes, like he can just run out the back door and like... Sure. Give sure, you sure. shit. Try yeah, it. Yeah, it's a pretty it's good system. Try it. A- yeah. Ask for crack Should next time you're up? at McDonald's. Should I just hang up by the service entrance of a number of restaurants? Yeah. Just next Steve time you comes out up? and they're like, what you looking for, bro? I'm looking yeah. for those hamburger buns. Nope. Not eating carbs right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. You try to do like cool code and you end up with a gross of bendy straws. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you really. Oh, man, I wanted to get bendier. <laughs> Should we do comments? Love to. Oh, you motherfucker. You know, it's a big world out there. Yes, it is. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter, and they don't if you're Brett. <laughs> Nothing matters. But I want, pain. I want you to know that otherwise, you're wrong, goddammit. The things you say are important. That's why this segment's called Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few shows and respond to them personally 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 <laughs> alright that was cool <laughs> took a dark turn yeah alright so while we're talking about restaurants how about this one okay uh, just voicemails hey, today crew. it's a uh, man bun calling in oh, um, yeah I to man bun just say that Jeff May didn't tell me to go kill myself but Humility had already done that by the end of that episode, so, I mean, that's nothing to worry about anymore. Um, the real reason why I'm calling in is because uh, I've been wondering, when is it okay to flirt with your bartender? I mean, I've been a regular at this bar for a while, and the bartender and I are, you know, I would consider us friends, but it's still, you know, like, she's working, and that's kind of her job. So, just wondering what's your opinion on that. Thanks. Uh, first of all, if you have a man bun, never. Yeah. Get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's never okay nope. to uh, flirt with the bartender. But also, right. if, you, if you've been going there for a while, it's probably already too late. Yeah. You but should. also, the onus is on you. She she can't do it. She's on the clock. She's yeah. Got the, yeah. She's got the security camera. <laughs> she's got the boss. She's got the right. eyes of the nation upon her. She's handling cash. She can't let it slip in that moment. So yeah, it I mean, a, it is a real dilemma. I mean, it's a lot uh, if you're in like a bar service uh, barista kind of job like that. Like you do, you do your job is to kind of flirt with people all the time. So it's a very yeah. difficult, like to make them feel like they're welcomed customers and you know fun people and so on. So like it, it is a gray area, and man bun is uh, right to think about it. But he should work on the. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're thinking and asking before just yeah, ripping yeah. off your shirt and waving <laughs> yeah. your hair around like a monster. But now that you've asked, assume failure, dude. Rip that shirt off. Yeah, wave it around your head like a helicopter. You can always find another bar, like Petey Pablo. I, yeah. I guess you could also maybe like find out what the bartender is into outside of work. Yes. Like, oh, do you like um, I don't know, crafting backpacks for birds? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I craft backpacks for birds and other small animals as well. I'll meet you at the local convention. It's a bad example. Yeah, it's a very yeah, bad yeah. example. But I don't know. No, it's because yeah, like what size of town does does a man bun person live in? I don't know, but. Uh, yeah. Assuming it's a, a reasonably small size, maybe you can run into them in real life. And once you're judging into them by in real life, hey, you know, maybe that's, they're off the clock. Maybe you very strike big? something up. You know? Also, dude, be, be prepared to take a hint, dude. 
nobody wants you to try more than twice. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. The thing Take that the hint. that would always concern me is that like she's being paid, like it's her job to thing. be friendly. Right. Yeah. Like Alex said earlier, like she, like that's part of her job description is to not be an asshole to you. Yeah. And, and once yeah. you hit on her, then she probably will be. It's hard if it's a place that you that you frequent a lot. I've hit on plenty of bartenders at places that I'll never be go again. Yeah, 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 totally. Because <laughs> I know I'm not coming back. Yeah, right. Find another bar and then have that as your backup plan and then try once. And then if she delicately says, oh, thanks, but then just uh, just suck up the failure and, and go, go to drink a elsewhere. different bar every night till you fuck a bartender. God bless him. Two a day if you need to. Right, right. If there are no bars in your town, found some bars. Just create some. <laughs> Start your uh, own bar. Just, uh, get a liquor license. That's that's how TGI Fridays yeah. was and then, started. And then which you we get talked on, and then which you we know talked about on last week's podcast. Hey, yes, we did. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have another uh, voice? Well, we have a bunch. Um, here's a cut the bunch. Also, just cut. The here's a phone. strange one. Yeah. Hi, Adam, Brett, assorted guests, and probably just me. My name is Teresa, and I want to say that I really appreciate your show. You'll make me laugh so hard, and I already got my roommate addicted to the show. Good. My question is, if you live in a world where you're disgustingly rich, but you have to say 100% stone cold sober for the rest of your life, what could you possibly do for fun? Thank you. Please keep making the show. Y'all are so amazing. Bye. Develop a knowledge of juice, I guess? First of all, addiction's not a problem. You should talk to your... It is a problem. You should talk to your roommate. Yeah. The reason I said it was strange is I, I feel th- like you're picking up kind of a southern accent because of I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. It's a sign feel, of attraction. Brett's I'm a little worried for the no. caller in that she cannot envision a world without being fucked up on something. And she's like, you're extremely rich, but you have to stay sober for some reason. Right. Yeah, I love how I'm rich worried. assumes alcohol use constantly. It's just easier to buy it. Because you don't have responsibilities you have to deal with. Yeah, I think I would just be high on being rich. I would yeah. travel a lot. Yeah, travel. Oh. I was, have, had take, take up some money. hobbies. Start learning to play some music. I lived many years of my life without drinking and playing music. You and could have I felt some like a sex. functional member of society. Yeah, you could have a lot of sex. Yeah. The model people. to look to is probably Richard Branson. Is probably do that. Yeah. up to the point you want to. Like just just have really wacky adventures and buy islands and 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 grow grow the hair of a lion. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, but, like buy stuff. There's a yeah. euphoria. You can get high yeah. on that. And also, know. nobody yeah, needs yeah. alcohol to be interesting. If you need alcohol to be interesting, then you are not interesting. Become interesting. Well, but then in that case, you do need it to be yeah. interesting. Okay. Oh, I suppose this is a self defeating idea. But yeah. just just be interesting on your own, and you won't need the alcohol. Please do us all every, yeah, yeah. Go to every national park. Take a beautiful walk. There's that big uh, that Don't road trip that. thing where uh, I put out that road trip where you can go through all 48 <laughs> continental United States. Dude, do that, man. Not everybody will. That'd be cool. Or do the cool. uh, you do the ballpark tour? Like go to all 30 major. I do want to do that. I want to do that. That would be. Amazing. I would do that with football. I don't. Well, I'd do both. Baseball. It's not football. possible to do with football. It would be tricky with more, football because there's the more stadiums than games. Yeah. And you have to go to Jacksonville. So. Well, you could. Oh, yeah. So it's not possible. You're right. Well, actually, if you timed it with Monday nights and Thursdays, and you worked it right, maybe you could do it. Oh, that's actually true. That's now that I think about it, I was right, thinking there on Sundays. And uh, yeah, she also, sounds like she was yeah. into baseball. Also, Teresa, lovely message. Thank you for calling. That was really great. Yeah, I'm glad you got your roommate into the show too. Yeah, you had a cute accent. Yeah, it was adorable. Do we have more? We do. We have a, we have a lot because we, we we banked a lot of episodes, so we have we have a lot to go through. But All right. um, oh. let's it, listen to one more. Sure. Here's one with. Opinions. Hello, Mr. Adam Todd Brown. Oh. Guess, but not Brett, though. Fuck Brett. Uh, <laughs> Brett. Happy birthday, by the way. Since you don't like animation all that much, uh-huh. and since you have such a low tolerance for people, I really wanted to know, what's your what's your opinion on Bronies? Is it a popular opinion or an unpopular opinion? Oh. All right. That got specific. Wait. And here's where the show gets firebombed. Bronies are fucking creepy. I hmm. don't fucking care. You are creeps he's asking for a friend that wasn't him he's asking for your a friend. friend is a goddamn creep <laughs> wait who doesn't like animation though just in general like, adam, adam doesn't, doesn't like, like anim- it in general well, not, I don't, in i'm gen- not crazy just, about anime I, i'm not i don't yeah i'm not into oh. anime or pixar movies or anything like oh, that pixar. dude i love a God. pixar movie yeah, yeah, yeah like, like a, i like cartoons yeah, as kids i like i like the simpsons like I like shit like that. We're actually yeah. making an animated music video right now. It's not that I just hate animation. It's just like Pixar movies and things. Stop like motion. Things. I remember you saying specifically okay. stop motion animation makes you feel weird. Uh, that's because it's terrifying to look at. Yeah. <laughs> and to uh, behold, I got sidetracked. Bronies. 
Bronies. I did What's everyone else think of bronies? I think it's a little strange, and I think it's weird to be like, this is not strange. This is just about love and whatever. Yeah. You have to admit that. I, yeah. I, you have to admit that's a, that it's a little strange, but if it works for people, I suppose that's okay. But uh, there's nothing that I uh, identify with in what they're interested in. So I don't know how to how to bridge that gap and how to meet in the middle and shake hands and, and you know. Like, if a huge sector of the adult male population just decided that, hey, man, we like Chuck E. Cheese for the atmosphere. <laughs> and now, like, a bunch of s- creepy single dudes are just converging on Chuck E. Cheese's across the nation. Yeah. People that, are going to be like, this is a problem. That does right. sound kind of fun, though. Like, but if, in a way, it's related to, in a way, it's related to how I feel about a lot of things, like Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is a, is a movie that came out in the 70s. Yeah. I don't really, ca- <laughs> I, I really Holds don't up. care about, about the, the Yodas and the, and the things. Yeah, I, I cared the when Yodas I was a kid. Yodas and the things? I yeah. cared when I was a kid. It's a little bit more nuanced than that. I know, but... <laughs> yeah. It's a little more nuanced than that. It's not very nuanced at all. That's why it's so successful, is that it's not really a nuanced story, and that it's like a pretty just well, it, ABC, what's his name? Uh, 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 Hero with a Thousand Faces, Joseph Campbell. Yeah. No, Joseph but I think, Campbell, yeah. I think there is a... With, like, with bronies, I, I still, as much as I'm convinced they're not kidding, some of me still thinks like they're kidding. Like, this has to be a bit. This has to be... Some sort of gag they're doing, but like they're too know, committed man. for it to be a bit. But like, same thing with like furries. Like, fur- that's like that is a level of weird commitment. But, but at it's least like it's they're not. Happy. No, I don't. At I don't, least they're not infringing on some shit that kids are into. Because there's also yeah. a huge part of that audience is like little girls. Like, I don't want a movement yeah. that supports grown single men hanging out with little girls. That's how in a, in fucking a non-pedophilia sexual way. Something that they can like bridge a gap. Maybe, maybe there's some That's what every there. fucking pedophile says. Maybe yeah, it there's would some be, uncle out there it, that could connect to his niece a little it would better be weird if, via an appreciation of this cartoon show. It's weird that there's this thing that appeals to nine-year-old girls and 16-year-old boys and 31-year-old men. Like, that's only, the only people who it appeals to. I think there is that demographic difference between people who are really, really, really into Star Wars and people who are really, really into being a brony is, like, Star Wars fans, maybe they tend to be male or, may, you know, maybe there are tendencies, but it's just, you don't have to be, like, a specifically a bro dude who loves a little girl's show. Like, it yeah. would be like if... The the brony equivalent for Star Wars would be like if it was a whole bunch of grandmas, like if it was this this really hardcore group of grandmas who all get yeah. together online to love Star Wars and have conventions. And also, if they really like it and movie. they're not hurting anyone, yeah. But I just don't. Buy, I don't buy it. I don't buy the whole. Oh, we just the show is just all about love and friendship. When are dudes into that? Okay, like yeah. nobody fucking cares uh, about that. One of my favorite shows on TV. Well, is I get the yeah, Amazing World of Gumball. I feel like if anyone ever watched Amazing World of Gumball, no, no one's heard it's, of it. I, it's a great cartoon. It's okay. aimed at you know middle schools, but it's written really well, so it's funny for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, I feel but like I if don't anyone like here could be recruited into the Brony cult, it would definitely it be would me. definitely yes. be you. <laughs> Absolutely. So say we all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just don't just don't cast me out until I, until I start wearing the necklaces and shit. I don't know. I don't actually. How do you know they have necklaces? It was a wild oh, you guess. motherfucker. So they have they oh. have necklaces. They don't have backpacks. Don't, no. They have little backpacks. They wear them like right here on their. They face. wear iced out Jesus pieces. They're also well. Also, somebody on Twitter I followed was retweeting. I guess there are like it's like erotic brony Twitter accounts. Of course. Like they will oh, tweet no at way. each other. Natural. They will tweet I'll at each shoot, other yeah. with like essentially phone sex back and forth of Rainbow like, and now I'm doing this to you, and now I'm doing that to you, and now I'm and so I also I saw somebody online. There's like an anime version of that apparently, and somebody online made. An account in the voice of John Taffer from Bar Rescue, the yes. host of Bar Rescue, who just butts into their erotic conversations. <laughs> like, you're doing this? Really? You have a bar to run. This is ridiculous. Yeah. It just keeps awesome. butting in. Who's going to bust bar those tables? It's phenomenal. I said that too. Please put, yeah. please put a link to this in the. Uh, this is on Deadspin. Yeah, Deadspin. Google yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Google it, you dummies. It's a, he just Let he, me Google that for you. And like some of them just drop out and stuff, but some of them are like, I don't have a bar. But he just keeps going with like this. Great, is ret- great yes and. You'll probably find these people at Improv yeah. 201. At it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, so should nice. we just get the fuck out of here? Yes, sir. Okay. Feels like the time. And, and what day is this? is this episode running again? So we know... Uh, <laughs> 
Tuesday, April 7th. It's coming okay. early. People right. calling in and complaining that the podcast comes out before the column. You don't have to listen to the podcast. Yes. Yeah, you Tuesday can just wait until Friday. But some people have the opposite opinion as you, and we can't help them. Yeah, some people don't want to have to go to Cracked to listen to the podcast. Like, there are a lot of people who just listen on SoundCloud, and they can just do that, and they don't even have to go read the comments. Some people like to to listen in advance. Yeah, so don't call and threaten me and say, I'm just not going to read your column. Do you know how many fucking people don't read my column? Way more than people who a read majority it. of the world. I'm fine, yeah. <laughs> Almost everyone doesn't read my column. You'll be joining a larger social circle, right? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Everything's okay, guys. So but this if is you like up, both, just wait a fucking day. Yeah, just wait a day. Or in this case, wait two days because I wanted to uh, tell everyone tonight I'm going to be in Kansas City. Yeah. At Davies Uptown Ramblers Club. Yeah. With Jeff May and Genevieve Mueller and Glenn Bolton, I think is the dude's name. Some local comic. Figure I'd say his name. Kansas City? Yeah. Um, no. He's in Lex. No. <laughs> no, he's doing. He's Skyping in. He's from Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, we're going to be there. It will be tonight, if you're listening to this, yeah. the day it comes out. And uh, you should come see us. You really and should. also, there's an unpopular opinion show tonight in Santa Monica hey. that Alex Schmidt will be hosting. Hi. Do it. Hey. Fun times. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Danger, do you have anything to plug? Uh, just go to our Twitter, countless1000s, and check out our videos on the, the YouTubes. we got Excellent Horse-Like Lady USA version and Gang Fight, and we're going to be putting out a few more pretty soon. Gang Fight. Yeah, gang Fight. Yeah. Brett, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Concise. That was good. All right. Is there oh, is there um also a, a St. Louis? Oh yeah. Or what no? the fuck? St. Louis. <laughs> I'll also be in St. Louis the next night, April eighth. Thank you, Alex. Good you job, Alex. Yeah, no problem. April eighth at Foam Foam Coffee and Beer Foam Coffee and Beer. Yeah. You can get tickets for all of those at Brown Paper Tickets. The uh, Kansas City show is unpopskc.bpt.com. And St. Louis is unpopsstl.bpt.com. Yeah. Come watch us tell jokes. Because yeah. it's a, it's illegal to have tickets out on the street. You have to put them in a brown paper bag. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cops won't arrest you. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a, it's a yeah, local it's an agreement between the cops and the police. <laughs> local carry law. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Danger. Say goodbye. Adios, everybody. Say goodbye, Brett. Goodbye, Brett. Say goodbye, Alex. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Nah. I mean, I like you. It's- I we we need to talk. It's not <laughs> <working>. <laughs>